1: All five lights are on And we go green in Malaysia with that. And now wait for Robin Frame. Look at him coming through the final corner He's going to be all over the shop Because his suspension is absolutely ruined If people don't say Formula is exciting They didn't watch that race It was carnage And that's uh, Putrajaya Jaya uh, E-Prix yeah,
2: I've been calling it Malaysia because I cannot pronounce that name.
1: <laughs> no, I actually uh, wrote down the pronunciation, so I've, uh, I've practised. What an eventful... e Wasn't it? Buemi. The unluckiest motherfucker I've ever met.
2: <laughs> Isn't he? Oh, the poor prick. I agree with you. Unlucky. Unlucky. Just wrong place, wrong time. Um, To be honest, not sure if he to be a world champion in Formula One, but he could be a world champion in another series.
1: Well, I had him, had money on him last year on the uh, Formula E, and... Yeah. I still feel like that was a bet worth having. Yeah, he came so close. And look, you could argue he, he probably is the fastest over one lap. Yeah, uh, with the with the package he's got, fucking unlucky. And first, the think about uh, Putrajaya, Malaysia. <laughs> putri- <laughs> putri- <laughs> Fucked it. Putrajaya. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't fucking Putrajaya. Think about Putrajaya. Was the heat? Um, yeah. Look, anyone who's uh, well, especially. Australians or people in the equatorial areas will know that if you're trying to run a computer in the hot times yeah. <laughs> uh, it sucks because that motherfucker will just suddenly decide fuck it I'm done Yeah, you you got that
2: bad pool caller error or some shit blue yeah. screen just shuts down
1: or it just sort
2: of fades and just
1: it's like a, like a, a small child who's been up too long yep. you see them just sort of go no I'm going to sleep now like, no no stay up no no I'm done
2: I'm out S- speaking of that the reason why we're a bit late because Josh actually has a brand new little baby boy Little, uh, pilot on the hands. and little Jake. Just a uh, bit of a handful looking after a moment, getting, getting his head around things, so probably apologise for being a bit late, but we've got a couple of weeks until the next round. Yeah, so. look, to be honest, I've been drinking since he was born and I've only just sobered up,
1: so. <laughs> that's,
2: that's, how, that's how you got him, wasn't it? Drunk. Hey, <laughs> works for me. <laughs> You're claiming it, yours. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: thing is, he doesn't look a lot like me either, I'm he, fucking he, concerned. He doesn't fuck all like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little fucking worried. <laughs> he looks a lot like your father-in-law, it's a scary thing. Oh, dude doesn't have a bum chin. But <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, back onto the uh, back onto future jaya. Putri- <laughs> putri- jaya I'm going to fucking get this word <laughs> podcast. I even practiced before we started. I'll shit. edit. I'll edit it in. <laughs> no, don't bother. Um. Anyway, uh, the Malaysian heat. Yeah. Uh. As you'll know, if you've ever tried to well render graphics or play a high end game on a laptop in the yep. heat, that shit won't work. Yeah. And uh, Boemi apparently had the same issue. Yeah. Um, running around on fifteen. Yep. Uh, his software just suddenly went. Nah, I'm done. Yeah. And uh, stopped for a sec. And that's from the lead from pole. Yeah, oh, he went you... for, for the slam. And and he smashed it. Like and that's when you look at uh, his results. He's coming from the perfect weekend. Yep. Um Back in China, with the uh, fastest lap, pole, uh, and the win. Yep. And he's still got the fastest lap and pole in this uh, round. Yep. But that software issue cost him, well, the victory. Yeah, everything. Yeah, because yeah, uh, he was fucking smashing it. Yeah. Um, I really want to find a place that certainly bet on Buemi. Yeah. Because uh, I think this might uh, improve his odds for me a bit. Yeah. Um, so if you're out there and you want to have a bit of a bit of a wager, I'm willing to have a th- couple of bucks on it. Hit us up. Yeah. Um, but anyway. And bye. the thing is like, we
2: had trouble finding uh, a way to watch the race, let alone find someone who will take a bet on it. Hmm. Which is another reason why it's a little bit late because um, in, in Australia here we get it on Fox, but they only show it once and one replay, so once live and one replay. So if you miss those two, then you are fucked. You have to wait until Old Mate on YouTube <laughs> throws it up.
1: Yeah, which which in uh, Formula E's credit they do, and they do a fantastic yeah. job with it. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they're making money out of it, but uh, well, they're probably trying to expand. Oh, <laughs> well, you don't make money out of motor racing, do you? really? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> It depends if your name's Eccleson or not. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but um, well, go from the start. Yeah, I mean,
2: but, but on that though, um, we were actually talking in that first podcast about the area you'll see where gains to be made is with cooling and battery and temperature, hmm. with the um, the warming up the battery to optimum range, which we're comparing it to the tyres in F1, where they've got an optimal sort of range in which they work at their peak performance, and the batteries in f 3 are the same. So we actually
1: got something right. Right. Fucking amazed by that, um, and the best part about it is because we're online, we can go back and edit shit if we're completely wrong. Yeah, we, we haven't. We don't because... because
2: we don't have anything right yet. So you're <laughs> we, listening we don't have the to time. dead air.
1: <laughs> but um, well, anyway, from the start, uh, we saw, uh, Jev get squeezed by Villeneuve and Heidfeld. Yeah, um, that was a racing incident for sure. But it still seems like Heidfeld decided, "Fuck it, I'm coming across," and didn't realise that Jeff couldn't move across either.
2: Yeah. Uh, also. Phil Nerve hasn't been very good since he's come back to racing. He's been shit. Yeah, let's uh, be honest. To be honest, why the fuck is he in there? You could have so many other drivers in that seat.
1: Yeah, I mean, he could at least act like Truly and just not turn up again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, we you know if you guys aren't aware, Trilli, uh team was announcing we're going to definitely make it to Putrajaya, and then yeah. no, we're fucking not.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you actually, if you search, what did we search? Um, on... no, I think it was FIA Truly. Yeah, and uh, the first first two results, the first one. Truly, uh, definitely racing in Malaysia. Second result, truly not racing in Malaysia. <laughs>
1: so, so that was one of those uh, quick ones. So I don't know, maybe they haven't uh, solved their issue with the Chinese government?
2: Yeah, well, diplomacy was never really truly or China's strong point. So,
1: no, I, I, I kind of hope that uh, this is getting resolved over a game of Texas Hold'em.
2: Well, I've been keeping my eye out on eBay for some replica motors, but uh, none <laughs> have come up yet. I think you might find it on... You know how the F1 do those furniture out of... Um, bespoke furniture out of car parts? Yeah, yeah. felt like a, a truly engine... Um, oh, I've been looking table. out for it <laughs> solely
1: because uh, our pop's a Christmas present is coming up. Yep. As everyone's is. And uh, if I can get one of those motors, put it into a motorized esky. Yeah. And, you know, because you've got the coolant there straight away. Yep. He's going to get on that thing and just decide to moped around the place and just fucking take off. <laughs> like, like the Father Christmas of beer. <laughs> <laughs> He'll go Mach 3 he Just go firing around down his, the street
2: Handing out stubbies from the Esky Merry Adamal.
1: Christmas Australia Australia, that's why So for all our European listeners um, Because it's You're welcome, hot, come down Yeah, come down to Australia You know, have a hot Christmas Yeah We can enjoy a cold beer And a bit of a water fight Yeah And uh, an octogen- octogenarian flying across on a motorised ski. Yeah, and despite the popular belief I've never once cooked
2: a shrimp on a barbecue
1: Uh, not once ever well probably comes from living in the middle of a desert where the shrimp is suspect
2: well this is true
1: but yeah so Boemi stops due to a software issue according to Elaine Prost
2: a lap early too
1: yeah and uh, Nicholas Prost came in early as well yep Um, apparently because of the heat and the battery (laughs) apparently well Elaine let's just say he won't give away what he doesn't have to give away yeah um he is very canny and ex- exceptionally experienced in the motorsport yeah um, very shrewd yeah and highly intelligent and yep. uh, look if you're going to have a, a person running a team he's one of the best yep except when he owns it yeah this is true uh, <laughs> twice isn't it he had the Prost F1
2: <laughs> poor fucker team which uh, went no good now he's got um, FE team which I mean it was going good Oh, they went good last year and then Renault bought him out but I mean, Renault
1: have got a lot of spare cash now. That yeah. <laughs> well, the, the thing with um, the software issue, yeah. like uh, you can't, you can't really help it because a lot of software is set by. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those things that the heat's corrupted something, something's fucked up somewhere. Yep. There's been a, a cross signal. Who knows? Car shuts down, starts up again a little bit once it's rebooted Windows Seven. Yeah. What he had to do is actually um, just find the cooling fan and blow into it. <laughs> take the cartridge yeah. out blow it and put it back in eventually gets out of the car <laughs> I think Boemi just hit the player 2 button yeah. and was using the wrong controller <laughs> poor fucker
2: uh, that was the worst with disc operated gaming consoles in the heat they just fuck <laughs>
1: it. they'd just fuck up all the time and you'd hear them they'd be like, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah but worse than that though Duval poor yeah. motherfucker has a 1 minute 04 pit stop and look yeah. <laughs> that's just some guy on the on the stopwatch fucking up well, I'm,
2: I didn't um, double check it but they were saying that it was six seconds long so I'm guessing yeah. that the mandatory
1: pit stop was 58 seconds yes. and he's lost two places in the pits which is supposed to be impossible in Formula E. I imagine like, if you're one of those other blokes like um, you're, I think it was Sarazan and Friends yeah. that uh, passed him. They're like fuck him. no, not um, no yeah, Sarazan and Friends they're thinking fuck me it's my, my day has come. I've, yeah. I've undercut the guy yeah. on a uh, set pit stop. Yeah, and the thing is this is the actual
2: definition of retarded. He well, was retarded. Yes. He was retarded as in he was By held six back. six seconds. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'd... So, yeah. Well done, guys. You're retards.
1: Mind you, it happened to uh, Boemi last year. Yeah, that was uh, hilarious. And He might have a prost or something like that as well. Yeah, it happened to both... Uh, both of them, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah that's the right, because and... they had the wrong... Uh, the wrong uh, briefing. Yeah, wrong briefing for the mandatory pit stop
1: time. Which uh, someone got fucked for that. Willing to bet. Yeah. But uh, anyway, um, there goes the a bottle. Yeah. Um, the thing, a lot of wheel-to-wheel racing. Yeah. Throughout the whole thing too, which yep. is something that uh, we we don't see enough of in F one. Yeah. Uh, you know, even in midfield stuff, you got three wide into a corner. Yeah. You got um, there was a fantastic pass. Uh, was with- DaCosta on Prost. Yeah. Uh, DaCosta was drifting leading up yeah. to that. He was just trying to get every single yep. centimetre out of that. Is He's a slower car too. Yeah, and he was just killing his tyres. Yeah. And that was uh, on the fresh change as well.
2: Because he was holding everyone up. Um, had a bit of train behind him for a little while. Mm. But I think Prost had, a, had that software issue as well um, at that point. So it was pretty easy pickings. Yeah. But DaCosta held those people behind him very, very well.
1: Well, yeah. And DaCosta's uh, actually been quite impressive recently. Yeah, yeah, not uh, not crazy impressive. <laughs> Let's not get carried yep. away. But he's doing very, very well.
2: Yeah. And look, I think one of the things that this series is showing is how much pressure comes into F one, because in yes. this series there's not as much pressure, and you'll see the guys who are there or thereabouts performing a lot better here. And when I say performing a lot better, I'm making smarter decisions on track. Yep.
1: But um, and then you know he gets that great move on Prost, and then suddenly the car's off because he's exceeded the temp. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the funny thing is, uh, leading up to it his um, his radio has come in he's like stay on target which yeah. is great that they're getting into the Star Wars hype <laughs> stay on target I like he's it. all over me yep. stay, <laughs> stay on, on target, target. <laughs> fucking bang he's done <laughs> he
2: needed a C-3PO uh, in, uh, in the cockpit that's R2-D2 uh, that's one yeah fucked up that's right C-3PO is the, little, the gay, gay one Yeah. Um,
1: okay yeah well I assume
2: he <laughs> covered in gold Degrassi Um, he was the other one that leapfrogged to fall in the pits wasn't he which sort of became important towards the end where they were both at the front end didn't matter because Deval went out but um, I think it was a pit uh, lap 18 uh, Degrassi got him over and I I thought it funny that um, Degrassi was a bit quicker down the straights and I think that the way that they've opened up development has allowed for
1: those subtle differences in cars in order to make uh, more overtaking well a lot of them are are gearbox related as well because several cars have two gears others have four yeah and There's a couple of direct drives too. Yeah, none. and the um, the extra options in how you apply the uh, torque yeah. has made very interesting um, wheel-to-wheel battling because once you're in that gear, you've got the option of saving energy or um, using... Yeah. Lifting coast. Uh, yeah, or using a lot more energy and getting a lot more torque out of the uh, drive tyres. Yeah. So it, it, I like how different teams have taken different approaches because it means yep. they're better in different areas of the circuit. Which is something F1 lacks. Yeah. Like uh, going back a few years, you'd have teams that were better in a straight line, shittier in cornering. Yeah. Um, better in high speed corners, but worse off in low speed corners. Yeah. Whereas these days, they're all there or thereabouts. Yeah. Uh, because everyone's taking a similar approach. Because there is only one right approach. Because uh, all the engines are, you know, moderately they- similar in terms of they're all uh, turbo uh, hybrids. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas back in the day, you'd have. Uh, a turbo V8, a turbo V10, a, a, a straight 10, a straight natural aspirator yeah. 12. And you have all these different options. And the way they applied their traction and power was so very different. Whereas now it's all about aero, really, because yeah. the engines are set. Yeah. But you know, I don't want to sound like I'm too critical of to F1 because it's still fantastic. It's the number one motorsport in the world. But, yeah. um, it's not a spectator
2: sport anymore. Like, th- what I found is that Formula 1, the attractiveness is the actual design and development of parts. Yeah. So if you follow, like, because I'm interested in how they'll come up with solutions to hmm. problems, and each team will do it differently, oh, and I think, the hits and misses.
1: I think Formula One's highlights are spectacular. Yeah. Um, because when you're doing the the 180 kilometer hour pass on Orosch or 280, kilometers, going, sorry. Yeah. Um When you that is just fantastic, and guys yeah. that are pushing their cars to the point where you think they're going to fucking spin. Yeah. And they don't. They they might get a little twitch, but they pull it back under control in. Milliseconds. Except for Maldonado, who just spins well, at the top of O'Rouge. Uh, or he just fucking runs into people who knows straight out of the curbs. Fuck it. But thank fuck for Maldonado. Just means that my run hasn't finished yet. I just haven't found the right sponsor.
2: Yeah, he, he he um broke his his um downturn with non-crashing by having a crash on the weekend too. So
1: yeah, disappointed. But um yeah anyway, back to Putrajaya. Mm. Uh-huh, huh? uh, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> Poor friends. Into oh. the wall from third on lap thirty, like so, yep. three laps to go, and then he's driving at a thirty degree angle for the rest of the race. Yeah, and you see, it's it's like <laughs> it, it's like looking out the passenger side window. Yeah, pretty driving. much. Yeah, but, um, it's like he's got a, a terrible crosswind or something. <laughs> fair play to the bloke though to to finish. Yeah, with that and to finish well in points. Yeah, because um, they they told him, you know, you have got uh, two laps to go with yeah. an eight second gap. Yeah. And uh, he's getting caught up by four seconds a lap. But yeah. He's just going, oh, fuck it. What option do I have? Yeah. Uh, in fairness, I think it was Bruno Senna behind him, so Senna probably would have just crashed into him. But um, we're getting a great analysis of it afterwards, though. Oh yeah, look, Senna, fantastic uh, commentator analysis. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's awesome yeah. on, the, on the mic. His his on road ability. Yeah. Questionable.
2: And I mean, to be fair, he's racing for Mahindra, and always questionable the Indian teams in motor racing. You don't know how legit they are, or oh, or, look! If you are Mahindra, you want uh, the last name, yeah, least, exactly. You've already appealed to all of Brazil, <laughs> yeah. But a lot of the the Indian racing teams are fronts <laughs> for some dodgy fucking business going on in the back door. And, and the other thing with um, with with friends is that all these drivers have driven in categories where the cars are faster, and so yeah. I think for Friends, that would have been pretty fun to actually try and handle that car and have a uh, more of a job to do. I mean, well, obviously, yeah. it wants to be be. Uh, complete and racing for wins but he's got a gap behind him he's not going to catch the person in front of him It'd be kind of fun trying to handle that thing and, and get it to the end well yeah it
1: started from 8th
2: which you know is a, a
1: pretty big pump up
2: yeah and I mean Sarazen, uh didn't make the start either he got pushed off the start mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what happened there but um so everyone got bumped up one but yeah um d- d- yeah Degrassi was, was about him wasn't it
1: well yeah he had a as soon as Boemi's out Degrassi just took it on um and until although in the last lap D'Ambrosio into a wall yeah oh, what about there was that same lap as um, Freen's we hit the wall up 30 where everyone started going pear-shaped that's when the action started because Prost forgot to turn well yeah I, again I think it's heat related because we saw that happen so much in the um, in the final few laps of before the change Yeah. yeah so You'd have to say that's probably what's going on. Yeah, you see him like just go straight up over the curb and didn't
2: didn't hit the wall, but he had to reverse it and put it back on the circuit, and that was just after Friends hit the wall. And oh, the other thing that was annoying around that time was the commentators keep
1: talking over the team radios. Yeah, even when the team radio is ra- team ladio, team mm. radios in French, you can kind of pick up a little bit. Yeah, um, still, we're interested in what they're saying too. Yes, yeah, I don't think the commentary involvement. In um, Formula E, still needs to be ironed out. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um,
2: they
1: sometimes you don't need to say anything.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. Exactly right. And sometimes you would have
1: sounded smarter by saying nothing. Yeah. Um, but look, it was one of those uh, days where if you went to the Putrajaya, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, you would have walked away happy because you've seen a yeah. fucking fantastic race. Even, yep. even if your favourite driver, let's say it's Buemi, even if he had a Fucking a shite day, which it yeah. did. It's still a fantastic day out. Yeah, exactly. And
2: even for the spectators, I mean, I'd have to imagine it's much easier to take a stroll on the track for Formula E than it is for Formula One. So yeah. you know, as in, you just jump on. Yeah. So yeah, probably less less trouble too. You're not going to get uh, banned for life from the mm. circuit.
1: But the thing was too, it was an incident, an a incident rich race, yep. without a lot of crashes. As yeah. in, uh, car. Car-to-car caused crashes. Yeah. Because those uh, smash-em-ups, while well, they're entertaining, don't get me wrong, yeah. um, generally a driver fucks up. Yep. Whereas for this one, it tested the driver, it tested the car, the, the technology, the engineers, the the pit strategy, kind of, I guess. But um, Patience. <laughs> yeah. It, it tested everyone in uh, ways that made a very interesting race. Yeah. And I think that
2: what that goes to show is that with this limited development opening up, they're pushing the limits yes, and they're trying to make sure that they can get the technology to where it needs to be for this to actually be fast, mm. which is I like to see. I'm, I'm not opposed to all these retirements and having a good race that is kind of artificial because the technology isn't where it needs to be, but it's in its second season. So I like the fact that they're pushing to the limits and you know they're risking not finishing for performance,
1: which is the only way to get that sort of exponential growth in your technology. Yeah, and looking at the results, the um, fastest two times... <coughs> Uh, Boemi followed by Prost, and yep. Boemi the one twenty two point uh, seven four eight, and then Prost half a second behind that. And the next one is uh, Heidfeld on one twenty three point three. Yeah. So you look at that, and you got Boemi at point six faster than the next non-teammate. Yeah, and and we look at the two fast ones; they finished twelfth and tenth. Yeah, um, which Renaults uh, left points on the table there yeah. um, with the software issue and the heat, but again. That's where you've got an entertaining race because they've got the fastest car, but they couldn't handle the heat.
2: Yeah, and I mean, it's just someone like Renault to break down like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, poor fuckers. Yeah. But um, look, Degrassi, he's, he's earned his win. Yeah, yeah. Um, and not just a small win, 13 yeah. seconds. Yep. So he's he's stonked it in. Yeah. Uh, and he did it consistently. Like his his best lap was only 123.87, which is over a second off uh, Buemi yeah but he's able to finish yeah so he's had a, a fantastic run. so he's kept everything consistent, neat, tight um, and just looked a million bucks.
2: yeah like a very um he knew when to take his chances and when to yeah. conserve and play the long strategy. Yeah, he didn't try and force his way past Boemi, yeah. And then when Boemi ducked out, he's like, fucking sweet, I'll take this. But even before he was in the lead, he did very well to maintain his position and make the most of the opportunities that were presented to him because mm. he was never going to win on out-and-out out pace. He had yeah. to be an opportunist, and he
1: did it perfectly. And that's what racing's about. Yeah, absolutely. He raced smart. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he's a, he's a veteran, so he fucking should be. Um, another one, Sam Bird popped up. Yeah. Uh, finishing second. Yep. Which, you know, he's, he's having a good season.
2: He has and he, he did he did well last season for sort of the car they had and for where he was. I don't think he raced a whole lot, but he was the the long, long, long shot coming into the last couple of rounds of mm, Formula E. Yeah. I think he was the one we labeled a chip in a chair bloke. Very yeah. young too.
1: Yeah, he had to have um had to have everyone else crash out twice, essentially. Yeah. But um look, he's done fantastic. He's done bloody well. and uh, it seems like a good dude too. Yeah, he does. Um think he's uh he's very well supported especially yeah. through europe yeah um but look you, you can't argue with the bloke he's having a, a fantastic run and he's making the most of his chances which look, eventually it's going to turn your way
2: yeah and the, the english love their motor racing so they need yep. something like that in order to sort of get the private investment into the series and mm. i mean it's maybe not so much now but traditionally england dictates the motorsport across europe them and germany So Mm. I think if you're going to find
1: a home, uh, you need England in there, 100%. I think um, the other thing that's handy for him, too, is that he's partnered with Verne. Jev is a fantastic talent, but he's an unlucky fucker. Yeah. Oh, the poor prick. And look, he's sitting dead fucking, or second last, equal dead last, with uh, Di Di Silvestro, just because they've both got a a zero points and a DNF. Yeah. Uh, only three drivers have zero points, and that's Villeneuve, Verne, and Di Silvestro. De Silvestro, um, I think, will get replaced at some stage soon. Yeah, yeah. Villeneuve won't because he's got too much money. Yeah. But, um, look, I, I can't see them sticking with Di Silvestro. She's just not competitive.
2: Yeah, exactly. You can't just be running down the bottom there. And, I mean, especially Andretti, who you'd think they're trying to... Uh, uh, excel in this series because it's a mm. much more cheap option than Formula One.
1: Yeah, especially when friends is, you know, the the teammate and he's podiumed.
2: Yeah, and in uh, a, in a car, car that's
1: fucked. <laughs> yeah, um, and this of hasn't done anything. Look, I I want more women in motorsport. Yeah, she's not the right one. Yeah, um, that's it. Uh, maybe there's no better options out there at the moment. I don't know. Yeah, but there will be, and I think there the- absolutely will be soon. Formula E would be a good transition for, um, I mean, all
2: drivers, but especially female drivers who it's very hard to get shots in other mm-hmm. race categories. So when you look at GP3, GP2, and then Formula 1, it's very hard to get your chances in those ones. So I think it's a, not a bad little stepping stone. You wouldn't want it to be your destination because you still want to hit the, the big time. But it might be an easy way in. I don't know, fuck all, obviously, because I've never raced a day in my life. But um, <laughs> yeah, like I said, i like to see more women in there as well. But they've got to be
1: there on merit. Yeah, and look, I'll absolutely say Di Silvestro is going to be much faster than I ever will be. Yep. But she's much slower than everyone else on the grid at the moment. Yeah. And worst of all, slower than a teammate by a long way. Yeah. That's Which um that's that's the ultimate sin as a driver. Yeah. Yep. And look, even looking at Quali, um, where are we? We've got uh, friends coming in at uh, one twenty in eighth. Yeah. Di Silvestro one twenty one point nine. Jesus. Um. So she's a second and a half off the pace. Which, in this, when you're in the same car, a second and a half off, you might as well not be there. Yeah. Um, the only other one is uh, Berthon or Berton in Aguri, who was uh, a second off his teammate. But a second and a half is a lifetime. Yeah. Plus, it's only his second race,
2: too. Whereas Silvestro's, she raced a couple last season did she?
1: or this. First yeah, first she's one? been involved in so many different teams. Yeah. And I. I by all accounts, she's a fantastic person, a massive competitor, yep. and she's bitten and clawed and strived to be at the top of the game. Yeah. For whatever reason, it just hasn't panned out for her. Yeah. And maybe she's the gatekeeper. Maybe her example will lead to a whole generation of women um, wanting to get into F1. Yeah. Maybe she's the Ronda Rousey. Uh, of, Well, except that Ronda Rousey wins until recently. Yeah. Um, but she's just... She's not quite good enough. And I, I hate saying that, <laughs> but, yeah, I hate saying that because I sound like a cunt. Yeah, but it's just the truth. It. Is, and I wish she was. Yeah, I, I honestly wish she was fighting for podiums. Yeah, but she's not. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only female sounding name fighting for podiums is Stephanie Sarazen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, that that's just it's it's sad because maybe ten years ago she could have. Yeah, because this is
2: racing is a young man sport, a young person sport. Yeah. Young sport I exactly say. right, and it's a sport with no fear and no consideration of anything else. Mm. Which I mean, to be sexist in the other way, men are more cunty; they're more likely to say this is all about me, whereas women mm. probably a bit more, you know,
1: considerate. Well, the the thing about top flight open wheel driving is you have to have so much situational awareness. Yeah. you have to know so many things at once, like your yeah. traction, your uh, track position, uh, where other cars are around, uh, how the car's handling, how the heat is, how where the grip is on the line. Reverse parallel so mu- parking. Well, <laughs> Rear vision mirrors. But um, so much so that it's always going to be a young person sport. And yep. You look at uh, the best example of that I know is uh, esports, which yeah. um, you look at. They just had a Dota tournament, um, yep. or let's let's use StarCraft as an example yeah. because that's one of the most widely spread tournaments going around at the moment and millions of dollars up for grabs Yeah, but these guys retire at 25 yeah. because they can't uh, hack it after that Yeah, because the what they uh, base success on is how many actions per second you can do Yeah. now if you're like me and you're trying to click point yeah. and tell yeah. things to do stuff I can point my mouse and jerk off at the same time Yeah, but it's like normally three actions a minute might be one action every three seconds once yeah. you're feeling good these guys are doing <laughs> like three a second yeah, exactly. And if you're falling below two a second, you've lost.
2: Yeah. And it you've doesn't just look got fun slopped. at
1: all. <laughs> uh, and Formula E and Formula One is exactly the same thing. Now, you can get by on experience in this because there is a physical component to it. It's not yeah. just mental. Whereas when you're sitting in your chair with your, you know, your mouse and your dick. Yeah, your dick out <laughs> and your Doritos in one hand and whatever, um, you, you can get away with having no physical fitness. Yeah. Uh, whereas dealing with the G forces these guys do, and just getting thrown around and possibly thrown into a wall at two hundred k's an hour, yeah, um, you need a level of fitness that yeah. you won't get in esports. Yeah, but esports to me are the most pure example of pure reaction. Yeah, yeah, and that is also a primary uh, necessary ability in yep. high level motorsport. Yeah, so my conclusion there is that unfortunately Di Silvestro yeah, she, she's stick to clicking mouse and jerking off hey there's money to be made there but um, yeah free cam girls you're fucking killing <laughs> well look 10 years ago maybe she was a chance and look maybe maybe when we go to um, to Punta Este, she'll prove me completely wrong we're gonna, and smash have, no,
2: it. We're gonna have no listeners by Punta Este,
1: <laughs> maybe she'll prove me wrong and look honestly I'd be happy to own up if she does if she smashes it and fucking wins by a second I'll end up and say I was wrong. Oh,
2: we're wrong all the time if you listen to other podcasts. So we've got no problem with admitting <laughs> any of that.
1: But um, I hope she does better and proves me wrong for the rest of the season. Because I, I would be happy for that to happen. Yeah.
2: And plus, I love Andretti. I love oh it, yeah, like, all the whole team. I love Mario. Love what is his kid's name? I forget. But, Dave. Yeah, that'll do. Dave <laughs> Rubbo. Mark Rubbo Andretti. Um, but like, such a good person. Uh, definitely a good team there. Good environment. And I want to see
1: him do well. Yeah. Well, you know. We'll, um, we'll look at the uh, driver standings then. So, you've got uh, Degrassi's leapfrogged with his 25 points, uh, Bohemi and moved up to the top place. And Buemi's sitting behind on 35, which is eight points adrift. Yeah. Um, even the fast lap and pole, you know, that's yeah. what I like about Formula E is that you get those points. Like, yeah. uh, Bohemi, his race is fucked. Yeah. Now, in Formula One, if you're starting from the back and you've got the fastest car, yeah. maybe you can sneak up a bit, but, you know, you've got you got to pass 15 cars.
2: Yeah. It's almost like an aggregate or something. You get those little bit extra points for not actually winning.
1: Yeah. But in this case, even going from the back of the grid, it's still worth watching Bohemi just to yep. see him put in those laps. Yeah. And we've said it before many times F1 could use fastest lap and pole points. Yeah. But, uh, We're going Sam- to keep on going about it too. <laughs> Bernie, I know you're listening. Yeah. Um, I know Sam- that. <laughs> Sam Bird fitting, uh, coming in third at the moment, and Heidfeld fourth. Friends jumping up massively to fifth, yeah, which is fantastic for him. Uh, to finish the way he did, Yeah, uh, big respect. Yeah. Um, then followed by Sarazan Duval-Senna, who's uh, opened his points account for the season. Yep. Uh, a, equal with 10, so Yeah,
2: It's not too bad. No, he's doing quite well. No, I think the real surprise of this race was Nelson Piquet Jr. sneaking in for a couple of points. Obviously, it come down to attrition with the cars in front of him. But Next have been having a real problem with the direction they've gone for the end, their motors this year. And so, I think they scraped in for a point in the first race, which wasn't um, PK, But they've managed to score points in both races with just about the worst car on the grid. Yeah. they're As they're the full, defending champions. They're full struggling.
1: Yeah. Um, but having said that, you never know how these, these things work out. Yeah. Exactly, and it's still
2: very early in the development. And Mm. like we said in the first podcast, um, I'm guessing if you listen to this podcast, you know a little bit about Formula E, but the direction they can take this year is that you can have one or two motors that have to be in a series, kind of one on each wheel, or you can have from zero to five gears in the gearbox or something Mm. like that. So yeah, you can go a few different different directions. And obviously, a lot of the work is theoretical in the off-season on which direction you're going to take with your car. And so there's always going to be hits and there's going to be misses in the season.
1: But I like that. I like how... Puts the engineers, uh, their nuts on the line. Yeah, they just have to go. Yeah. Well, look, I reckon this is going to be the fastest way. So yep. I'm committed to it. Exactly, because um, you can't then totally change the car. Yeah, yeah. The exactly budget, right. the time, or the rules.
2: And I think they are homologated at some point. Well, with some parts, surely, because hmm. they have to cut down costs. Really. Yeah, exactly. So,
1: but um, looking at the team, uh, Abt have b- bumped themselves up as well with a massive weekend, sitting so on 49 points. I have uh, too. yeah. EDMs, like Renault, had a, a shit weekend with only six points between the two, team, uh, two drivers, yep. with Prost picking up one and uh, Boemi with five. Yeah. But uh, they're sitting back on 36, 13 points adrift, which is not a small amount to catch up.
2: No, but Renault EDMs have, have been probably the most consistent team across the two seasons. Mm. So you'd imagine on consistently
1: on, unlucky in a lot of ways.
2: Yeah, 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 that's fair. And so you look at the aggregate over the whole season, you'd expect them to probably be favourites for the championship, mm. like for the constructors. But you never know what's going to happen in this series because, like you said, Heat plays a big part in
1: yeah. first season of development and we don't really know what to expect. Well, the, the other thing I find interesting is that on the official uh, Formula E site, they've yep. got the uh, top nine positions yep. and uh, Truly isn't even on the board. No. So maybe they know something we don't. Maybe uh, Truly is just sort of chilling um, and not even planning on turning up.
2: Well, this is the funny thing is that before we obviously do the podcast, we get our news stories up so we, we know what's going on. But during the week, I saw a, a story on the FIA website saying that they were going to help with the sale of, of the Truly team. And we've gone to look for it before this podcast starts, and it's not on there anymore. So I wonder what's happened in that time from where they've gone, all right, Truly have fucked us over. Let's help them get get off the grid, you know, whatever. And to let's just erase that story, and um, we'll figure this out behind closed doors. Well,
1: you know, with um, with anything involving the FIA, you never really know what's going to happen. It's but- true but um look they they had every chance by all accounts, uh, and there's thirty more days until we had to punt it to last, so maybe they'll sort it out um but they're in all sorts of fucking issues,
2: yeah, and I think um Duran actually quit the team. that's why um Jana truly said he was going to race this this race, which mm. didn't happen because he didn't get on the grid. But Duran actually had a good season last year. He was a good racer, did well, and he's gone into the Trulli team and obviously going, what the fuck is going on here? All right, I'm out because I'm not actually racing. Well, I can understand him being pissed, to be honest. Yeah, fuck yeah, I would be too. Like, he was promising last season. I thought he, I was really impressed by him.
1: Hmm. But anyway, we move on to Punta del Est, um, which is yep. In 30, Uruguay. Yeah, 30 days away. And look, uh, I, I love Punta del Est. I think it's a, a spectacular backdrop yep. all the way along the beach. Yeah. Um, it's a fantastic area. It's yeah. got some weird fucking art sculpturing, but uh, yeah anyway. Um, look, uh, the best thing is it starts in a quick right left. Yeah. So, there will be crashes. carnage. Yeah. <laughs> I'll guarantee there's going to be at least... At least Jeff is going to fall into right. some trap. Villeneuve as well. We'll make
2: be... our bets now. I can Villeneuve.
1: Vildonado is going <laughs> to fucking crash into
2: some. Jeff will be unlucky and get clipped <laughs> because he can't qualify <laughs> fast enough. Oh, the poor people. He'll probably prick. be faster than the people around him, but just getting amongst those people, if you don't qualify, qualify well you know that you've got to be looking left, right, forward, back, and 360 degrees. Mm. Speaking of that, did you see the video on the FIA uh, YouTube
1: channel? 360s? Off? Yeah. I think they're brilliant. How awesome are they? Yeah, you get to sort of pan out. Like, if you don't know, uh, look up FIA um, 360 or Formula E 360. Yeah, yeah. And they've just put a 360 degree camera on the car. So you can pick your own angle. And it's really interesting to see how close the cars come, how they get yeah. set up on the passing. It's, uh, I think it's a great experiment.
2: Especially because they'll do the replays of um, the start. And um, And it's just fucking chaos. But you completely see how these events came, which you might Mm. miss on the actual coverage of the TV. because There's little, uh, uh, what do you call them, idiosyncrasies to Mm. the crashes that happened that aren't anyone's fault, but it's just person, wrong place, wrong time, and why it happened. And you can swing around and watch the whole thing unfold, which is awesome. And it's it's showing how far ahead they are, Formula One, in their online
1: content. Yes. And we're going to see some crashes at Punta del Este for sure. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, so after the first uh, right-left, they go straight into a chicane <coughs> of 3-4. Um, it's only a slight chicane, but it's enough that you want to take the straight line through. Yeah,
2: and especially with thin tracks as well. The mm. chicanes can be, a, like, they might look a bit smaller, but you have to take a chicane line because you don't have uh, as wide run and things like
1: that. Yeah, but it, it's, it's close enough to the start there still will be a lot of cars side-by-side. Yeah, So there's going to be... a bloody interesting run through there. And then you get more into the sweepers and then another chicane and then yeah. another nice long sweeper to get a, a, a heavy double left.
2: And the funny thing is, is that if truly actually get their motors released from China, it's right on the beach, so the ship can come right up to the pits and just <laughs> offload them. <laughs> Way to go. Just some jet skis yeah, <laughs> running in. Put them off there, probably come with a couple of kilos of Coke or something. Well, you've got to make your money. Actually, it. no, they'll, well, they'll trade you. We'll give say, you the
1: motors back. I was going to say, importing Coke <laughs> to South America? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's been stupid people, I'm sure. I'm sure there has been. I think the border security is like, really?
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, you don't need to bribe us, man.
1: <laughs> We're all good. <laughs> do you have a receipt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I you think you're fucking good, do you? <laughs> but, um, yeah, we we look into the uh, second chicane and then to the left-left. That double left is going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, just because the inside line matters the most. Yeah. So yeah. And that's where, coming out of turn seven, the uh, left of the chicane... If you can get the inside line there and hold it yeah, all the way around the outside of turn 8 into the 9 and 10 yeah. double lefts, you've got that spot. yeah, um, Which means you can guarantee someone's going to cut across someone else on turn 9 and take them both out and Absolutely. get with a massive fucking pile-up. Absolutely. Uh, looking at you, Bruno. <laughs> but um, And then you've got some nice little little tricky corners, like uh, 11, 12, another little chicane, mm. and then a little bumpy 13, 14. Well, I like how you've got some little high-speed sections that aren't straight that they're not quite flat chat, yeah. which uh, means the drivers have to balance whether they uh, decide to lift and coast yep. and conserve battery, or whether yep. they try and you know really drain their battery and tires yeah. and catch up every little bit they can. And a or whether strategy, they're, for Yeah, or whether they take the wide lines or the narrow lines and yeah. you know go for the dive. Yep. Well, the they go straight go karts and crash in the next yeah, person. Yeah, fuck it. And then yeah, you it, it got, happens. <laughs> then you have got turn fifteen, which is a nice high speed sweeper. Yep. Uh, into a really tight chicane on 1617. Yep. Now that to me is where things are going to be interesting because you're coming in uh, yeah. on that nice long sweeper where the guys with gears are going to yeah. look pretty sweet yep. but as soon as you get into that 1617 uh, there's going to be a lot of cars side by side. Yeah. It's going to be fucking fun to watch. It's going to be a test of late braking but after that you've got the nice long mostly straight yeah. into a really technical turn 19 Yeah. which is a hard a slow left into a hard right and an opening left. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're going to call the 19,
2: 20, 21 sequence the bellend. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like half a knob.
1: Yeah, and that it's going to end up with half a knob in a wall too, because some guys will yeah. come in there. Because <laughs> it's yeah. it's an opening turn that goes into a hairpin. Yeah. Um, very technical corner, and look, it's going to be very interesting on what guys get caught out, especially if it's hot. Like it was was it Putrajaya? Yeah,
2: yeah. Which um, where is this? Yeah, it's somewhere over there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. South, yeah, uh, yeah. South yeah. America,
1: so it's going to be quite hot, middle yeah. of summer. Yep. And if, I'll, I'll be shocked if it's less than 35 degrees. Yeah, and
2: look, South Americans fucking love their racing. Oh, shit, So yes. it should be a huge crowd turnout here. I'm sure
1: the South American leg would have to be a favourite of the fans, surely, mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the um, drivers, sorry. And the other interesting part for me, too, is that the pit exit is just off that first uh, chicane, which oh, is going yeah. to be interesting because you get a lot of cars who will pit early Yep, and then come out. But some cars who are going to maybe hold another lap longer, they're going to plow straight into them.
2: Yep. <laughs> there'll, be,
1: there'll be no quarter given. Yep. Um, the cars coming out of the pits will be coming off a long pit run-up. Yeah. So they'll be able to accelerate quite well. But the cars who are negotiating turns one and two, yeah. they're not going to give up. You'd have to think that the cars coming out of the pits would have
2: the optimised battery temperature for performance, whereas the cars that have been on track is a bit more variable. Yeah. So you think that they'd have the, the advantage
1: from that way. But uh, look, as always, uh, it promises to be a great race, especially yep. from uh, Putra... <laughs> fuck that. <it. laughs> Putra Jaya. That'll do. Yeah, fuck. Malaysia. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sticking with this shit. Um, but coming off a spectacular round, yep. I, I think this is going to really uh, emphasize how good Formula E can be. And yeah. look, there's always been criticism. People be like, oh, it's quiet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah but the racing is fucking spectacular. Yeah,
2: exactly. And especially where the criticisms with F1 are one team's dominating. They've got the fast package. If you're not in that car, then you don't win. And look, in Formula E, I think it's pretty clear that the Renault e.dams has the best package, but they have the chance to lose because <laughs> it's so early in the season or so early in the, the, in the series, series yeah. that the technology isn't there to be sound enough to be confident. So it's all up in the air. And I would have thought from the first race with the clean sweep, and then you see when we get the pole position uh, pole position, and fast lap. You'd be thinking, all right, domination,
1: but it's still up in the air. But that's where Formula E is successful because you've got lights to flag excitement. Yeah, yep. you you can be pulling into the last corner. Yeah, and still lose and not score points. Yeah, hey. which uh-huh. we've we've seen. So Heidfeld and Prost, where Heidfeld got launched into yeah. the wall. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, even in this race, D'Ambrosio, last lap, did not finish. Yeah, yeah. Um, from second place. Yeah, it's so, second. You have, to st- you have to watch it. You have to stick with it. Yeah. Which means that, you know, you don't dare take a toilet break. Yeah, exactly. Which is fortunately enough because the races are shorter. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I honestly, this series is the most exciting motorsport series I'm watching at the moment.
2: Yeah, me too. Uh, and I, I think MotoGP had an exciting last three rounds, but mm. that was about, or four rounds, that was about it. But this one has been exciting from the start and even with the way it ended last season,
1: been looking forward to it over the off season. Oh yes, and the double header in uh, London. Yeah, there's been a lot of complaints about that. Yeah, from uh, locals saying I can't access the park. Yep. Yeah, you know what? It, it's two weeks of the year, and let's be honest, you guys make a fuck ton of money. Yeah. Out of it. So if you're sitting around and saying, "Well, I can't go to the common green," there's another one down the road.
2: Yeah, that's it. And to be honest, like stop being such killjoys. There's something mm-hmm. going on that is pretty much as quiet as you can get. It's something that we're all going to benefit from from the future. And you're still being a
1: cunt about it? Go fuck yourself. I did see someone was talking about the carbon footprint of the race. Like, how dare we promote motor racing when you know the ozone layer is getting fucking killed? I'm like, yeah. you know, these are electric. Yeah. If yeah. we're gonna fix that shit up, this yeah. is some of the tech we need to work on.
2: Yeah, and and that's that's the thing. That's like going, oh my god, how dare we fly anywhere? Yeah. Yeah. What a what a joke.
1: But look, honestly, this is extremely exciting, and look, even if you're a casual motorsport fan, it's worth checking out.
2: Yeah, and a short too, so it's not yeah. like you're going to be bored for uh, some of the race. It's, it's quick, it's full of action, it's like the 2020 version of racing. Exactly
1: so. But uh, yeah, so we're going to be uh, tuning in and hopefully we'll get our Put It Less podcast out a little bit quicker this time.
2: Yeah, and I mean, in Australia, it's pretty fucking hard to try and get shit on time because not many people are in our same time zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we will hope you'll uh, join us again. Yeah, we'll catch you. Uh, uh, hang on, when is the next race? It's not for a while now, is it? We'll, uh, December 19th, we'll, no, I want to say. Months.
1: December 19th, 2015, round three. Yeah. So you've got a month. Yeah. So we've got about a, a bit of a month. Um, yep. So look, get, get on board, watch the highlights of the previous races yep. I haven't seen it because they're worth watching. Yeah. Uh, and that's not, you know, I'm not paid to say any of this shit. I just think they're fucking exciting. Yeah. If you want to pay us, by all means. Oh, shit, yes. <laughs> if you want to cash. pay me to say they're, <laughs> they're awesome, they're crap, you want to tell me that Cookie Monster won the fucking thing, <laughs> I'll fucking do that.
2: No worries. Yeah. And I've also put a bit of effort into the. Um, Uh, posts on our website our website's shit at the moment but we'll fix it up next year we're not worried about that at the moment so I put a bit well we put a bit of effort into putting some photos up and a bit of information about what's been going on in in Formula E uh, coupled with our podcast so if you're downloading it and you want to uh, check anything just check out our website and look under the uh, Formula E tab and um, we try and put all the inclusive information in there so you can don't have to go searching through all the bullshit like we do.
1: Yeah, look, and the thing is, too, we're not engineers. Uh, yeah. We're just motorsport enthusiasts. That's it. So, look, uh, granted, a lot of our uh, information has to be taken.
0: Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoted for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: With a grain of bullshit.
2: Yeah. Well, we, uh, we do. We do. I do research it. But at the same time, we're about providing some entertainment to a series that can be pretty bland in motor racing. Because motor racing, you find you get lots of people who... Hate other people, even thinking they know something more about the series than them.
1: Yeah, look. To be honest, there's tons of people that know more than me, but I tell you what, I think I enjoy it more than anyone else. That's it. So we're looking about putting a bit of entertainment in there,
2: not too seriously, but something you can find out for information, have a bit of a laugh, and look, we're happy for you to laugh at us as well. Yeah, and look, support your drivers,
1: support your team, support your yep.
2: nationality. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Leave it on the track though.
1: Yeah, but uh, anyway, where we can see you at uh, Punta del Este. Yep, or why? Peace.
2: Ooh. <laughs>